<laughs> oh, wow. Um, interview question. The product backlog has over 200 items. Is it acceptable? Oh, they would hate me. They absolutely would hate me in that situation because it completely depends. What are we talking about? 200 items. Are they huge items? Is it 200 things, each one of which the developers look at and quail in fear? Or are they five minute jobs? 200 items means nothing. Okay. Now, what I talk to teams about when we start this journey is we aim to have ready to go into a sprint. Personally, my rule of thumb, about two sprints worth of work, whatever that works out to be. If they can do four items a sprint, that's going to be about eight that have been refined well enough that the team can understand it. Okay. And if it's 20, it's going to be about 40 items. If they can do 100, it's going to be about 200 items. That could be a few weeks worth of work. In which case, no, it's not a problem at all. If it's four items a sprint, you're talking 50 sprints. That could be two years worth of work. That's way too much. It completely depends on the context. As an organisation, the product you're building and the team that's doing the work, newer teams tend to take fewer items in, in my experience, because they're still learning how to break things down, what they can and can't do, how to do a lot of the work we ask of them. It's early days. Okay. Newer organisations tend to have lots and lots of stuff that they can do because they haven't yet learned how to prioritise stuff, how to say no. One of the key product owner skills is just saying no to stuff. So loads and loads of things get added. It's not good, it's not bad, it just is. Okay. And the product you're working on, if it's a highly volatile product, you're constantly chopping and changing, trying to find the product within the solution, within the space, you're experimenting lots. A hundred items, may be gone tomorrow, or it may not, you don't know. Highly volatile products, their backlogs change regularly. So the length of your backlog is really dependent on lots and lots of things, of which many of them you have no control over. It is what it is. What you need to do instead of worrying about the number of items is look at what you've got on there. Do you have quality items on there? Are they worth considering? If not, you need to start saying no a bit more. Cut that number down that way. Are there things on there that have been sat on there for quite a while and everything is coming in above it? If so, you need to lose it. Either delete it, archive it, or move it to a list where you don't really check it that often, but it's there because politically somebody's going to ask you where it is and you're not going to deal with it, but it's over there. Go and have a look, John. The number doesn't matter as much as the state of it, the staleness. If you've got a stale backlog, it's a problem. You've got things that are sat there that will be done because they're on a list, not because they're valuable to the customer. You need to understand there's a big difference there. Just because a customer says today they want something, if you're not going to get to it for six months, you need to check in probably four or five months time whether they still want it, because the likelihood is they don't. They've moved on. They found other ways. They've got more important things that you could be solving for them. So 200 items on your backlog. Yes, I will. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be looking at that. I'd be looking at how frequently do they change? How many can a team consume in a certain time frame to really gauge what a number could be that is useful for you?
If you've got to this point in the video, I hope you've enjoyed it. If so, a like would be appreciated. If you want to hear more from me, more answers to questions that maybe you've got in the Agile world, please subscribe to the channel. And if you've got a question that you really want answered, drop it in the comments. I promise we'll get around to it. Thank you.